Welcome to the Ambitious Female Entrepreneurs Podcast, where you can learn how to create and grow a business that you love, that fits you and your unique dreams, mission, personality, and vision. I'm your host, Amanda Smith, founder of the Ambitious Female Entrepreneurs Association, and I'm here to help you put a little more you in your business. Today, we're going to be discussing what I think is the number one secret to success in business, which is knowing yourself. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started with this one. So knowing yourself. Okay, so who are you? Um, My secret to success, I believe, is one of the most very important things is knowing who you are. For every female entrepreneur, it's knowing yourself because businesses are built by people, real people, just like you and just like me, it's very important to understand that our businesses that we create are really a reflection of ourselves. And now this can be a good thing or it can be a bad thing. Um, Not that anything is wrong with you. You are definitely awesome. Uh, But some women start businesses without understanding themselves and without understanding their strengths and their weaknesses. And they might start the wrong business or even set up their processes and promote themselves and try to sell in a way that is just the wrong way to do it for them personally. It just doesn't fit them in the way that that they are designed to be as a person. Now, if you're walking in your strengths, you can create an amazing business, one that fits you. If you're walking in your weaknesses, however, you're going to create a business that doesn't fit you and who you are made to be. And that type of business doesn't really last long if it even gets off the ground to begin with. So as an example... Uh, let's just say that a person's weakness is in the area of people skills, for example. Now, this you can grow your people skills, obviously, um, but some people are, are just more naturally introverts. I'm an introvert, um, and I've found that doing business in the way that I do business works better for me as an introvert. I used to do a lot of teaching and coaching and working with people in person, um, and I don't do that anymore, so it, it naturally fits me to not work directly with people like as a coach and giving my time um, to doing one-on-one conversations and things like that. It's very draining to me. And some people have that, um, I guess it's more of a weak area, perhaps not that being an introvert is a weakness, but some people actually have a weakness in this area where they just don't have good people skills. It just doesn't work for them. Um, they're Maybe they're more tech savvy or something like that. There's all different kinds of strengths and weaknesses. So this is not to say that not having people skills is necessarily a bad thing. There's we should always be walking in our strengths. But just as an example, let's say you're a person who doesn't have very good people skills. It's just not you. Um, And you start a business and you're a coach or a teacher, kind of in the similar way that I was. um, Because you think that starting a coaching business is all the rage right now. It's what everybody's talking about. You should be a coach um, because it's popular, because it's in demand. But because your business is a reflection of who you are, you will very much struggle with this business if you do a social business, if you're not a very social person, or if you don't have very good people skills, for example. Um, So it's going to be very obvious to your customers that you feel uncomfortable and that it's not a strong area for you. The, The customers will sense this right away. You will also feel very uncomfortable yourself doing these things because you aren't walking in your strengths. So it's going to be obvious to everybody, you and your customers, and it's not going to last very long. So creating a business around your strengths will allow you to create a business that feels good to you, that you enjoy, uh, that which your target audience and your customers 
customers will sense that you have confidence about. So who are you really, okay? Let's talk a little bit about this. I personally, I have a background in uh, psychology and biology, and so I love anything that has to do with understanding people and how they think and their brains and how things work, um, being more from that science background. I love taking personality tests and self-discovery probably more than the average person, like taking those silly tests that tell you what kind of kick you are based on your answers. I mean, just silly stuff like that. I just get a kick out of that for whatever reason, just like understanding myself better and just kind of seeing how other people perceive personality and my personality. And so I think it's very fascinating. Um, But a lot of people don't spend a lot of time analyzing who they are. And I think that it's a shame. Um, You know, a lot of times like when when you first are thinking about going to college, you'll take a personality test. Maybe you take the the Myers-Briggs or something like that. personality tests that they give you in school or something and a lot of times the results that you can get on those things they 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 might be accurate they might not be accurate depending on when you take it um you know personality I I think a lot of times we're not always as aware of who we are when we're younger as when we're older and sometimes when you get older these things can actually make a lot more sense to you you're going to understand yourself a little bit better um but sometimes we just don't really even understand even if we do get accurate results on these kinds of things who we really are as people and not just that but how to apply that to the real world um and looking at ourselves Uh, with honesty can be very challenging for a lot of people because you might look in the mirror and see things about yourself that maybe you don't necessarily like. Maybe you'll see weaknesses. And women, for whatever reason, we can be just absolutely more brutal to ourselves than even anybody else around us. We can just be um, attack ourselves. And when we see something that we don't like, um, it can be very challenging for us because we can be very unbelievably hard on ourselves but taking a hard look at yourself and seeing who you are is something that is very important because you might uncover things about yourself uh, for one that are your strengths once you uncover your strengths you can use them Um, you might uncover things that are weaknesses which is not a bad thing because we can work on our weaknesses we can become better Um, I believe that you can definitely have uh, a very powerful powerful effect on yourself and who you are and who you become and what you do in life. These are things that you can change. So becoming aware of those things can actually help you overcome those weaknesses. Um, and you can also come to understand the fact that, you know, you are who you are. Sometimes society labels things as strengths and weaknesses and they're not. You know, going back to what I was talking about, about people skills, for example, um, I wouldn't necessarily look at that as a strength or a weakness, for example. You know, I mentioned it as a weakness, but it's not necessarily a weakness for some people. Some people are just better at some things than others. I I believe that there are lots of different kinds of intelligences. There's different kinds of skills. Um, Just because you have, quote unquote, a, a weakness in one area, say people skills or technology, whatever it happens to be, doesn't mean that you are... Um, necessarily weak in the real sense of the word. It just means that it's not your area where you are 
um, particularly good at. It's not just not your personality. It just doesn't fit you right. So one of the things that we want to do is we want to understand these things. We want to understand what we're good at and what we're not good at because in business, business is all about capitalizing on your strengths. So the things that you're really good at and the things that fit you. So it's it's about maximizing those strengths and minimizing your weaknesses. So there are... There are a lot of different personality types out there. Um, There are people who are very introverted. There's people who are extroverted. There's people who are good at technology. There's people who are good at um, learning new skills. There are people who love to do videos. They like to do blog posts. Um, There's so many different kinds of personalities with different skills. Um, However, a lot of times we can be very judgmental of ourselves based on our quote-unquote strengths and weaknesses. And we want to try and work on our weaknesses. And this is one of the mistakes that a lot of people make in business and in life is to focus way too much on their weaknesses. So being successful in business isn't about overcoming your weaknesses and challenges. You know, we should always work on those things. We should always develop our personalities and become better. But it's really more about minimizing those things because there are some things you may not ever become particularly good at. You might not ever be that classical piano player, for example, um, who's a virtuoso piano player. There, There's different types of people in this world with different kinds of skills. And so if you're always focusing on these things that you lack and you're always trying to overcome those things, you're going to spend all your time working on your weaknesses instead of developing your strengths. It takes a lot more time to actually work on your weaknesses than it does to just work on your strengths. When you work on your strengths, you're at a better starting point because you already are strong in that area. So if you develop your strengths, that's going to be a lot more effective for you in business versus always trying to work on your weaknesses. So for example, like with me, again, going back to the people thing, um, I love people and it's one of the reasons for why I do what I do. I care about people. I want to help people. I want to help them solve their problems. It's why I have my association and all of my other businesses because I care about people. But one of my weaknesses, one of my strengths is not necessarily in having conversations and small talk with people. Like for example, when I was doing a lot of coaching and teaching, um, it was very hard for me and very draining to have these long conversations, for example, with people. That was very hard for me. Um, And once I learned that that was a a more of a weak area for me, I started to try and uncover, well, what are my strong areas? What do I like to do? And what am I good at? Well, I'm good at um, talking, for example. I love to actually get up in front of people and actually talk in front of them. Having conversations is a completely different thing. There's different kinds of communication. So it's one of the reasons for why I switched to making courses and why I switched to doing podcasting and blogging and things like that so I can still be communicating. Um, but I'm working in my strengths. So I'm working on developing my strengths. I might not be a perfect speaker, a perfect podcaster, a perfect blogger, um, but these are areas 
areas where I'm stronger. So I'm working on developing those areas. And you can work on developing your strong areas as well and instead minimize your weaknesses. So if you're maximizing your strengths and you're capitalizing on your strengths, it's going to be a lot easier for you because like I said, you're at a better starting point. You are already strong in that area. Um, So get out of the place of um, focusing too much on trying to turn your weaknesses into strengths and focus on your strengths. So, and this is specific to you. Everybody is different. This is where you absolutely do not compare yourself to others. So that's another thing that a lot of women struggle with. And I myself have struggled with this. There are times when I still struggle with this, um, comparing myself to others. And this is a very important thing to not do. So where you might be strong, somebody else might be weak. You might be weak in an area where somebody else is strong. It is not a competition. We live in the kind of world where there are so many different kinds of businesses that you can do, so many different ways you can market yourself, so many different strategies for selling that you can absolutely be yourself and who you are and not have to worry about trying to be something that you're not. Um, But this takes, again, honestly, knowing who you are and evaluating who you are, not who you wish you were, but who you actually are. So knowing yourself is one of the biggest secrets to being successful in business, knowing yourself inside and out. So I'm going to give you three different ways that you can come to know yourself a lot better, okay? So number one, know what inspires you. So if you, as you're doing some self-exploration right now, I want you to think about what inspires you. So what does it mean to be inspired? So we hear people say this word all the time, but have you really thought about what it means to be inspired? It tends to be presented in a way that is sort of, um, I guess, mystical or magical and which is absolutely has nothing to do with that. Um, Like, for example, like she was overcome with inspiration to write a song or I don't know where that book came from. It was just like it was inspired somehow. Um, But the truth is that inspiration is nothing magical. It's nothing mystical. It simply means what fires you up. It literally means to inflame. So what fires you up? What gets you inflamed? Um, So think about what is it that inspires you? What fires you up? If you're not sure, ask yourself some of these following questions. So number one, what could you talk about in a speech for an hour and not run out of words? Number two, what is a common thing you think about when you get up in the morning or go to bed at night? This one is very revealing. Number three, What are people always telling you that you talk too much about? So we all have something like that where where we talk, uh, at least in other people's opinions, talk a little too much about what is that thing that people are always telling you that they've heard a lot from you. So number four, what could you give someone advice on? Number five, what activities can I do for hours or even all day and completely forget about time? Number six, what motivates you to take action? This one is very important because a lot of people say they're passionate about something. They say they're inspired. Something 
turns them on, they get excited about it, but it doesn't, it's not powerful enough if it doesn't make you take action. So think about the things that actually make you take action. This is going to be very revealing for you because that is where it's really at because business is all about taking action. And so you need to understand what fires you up enough that you're going to take action. Number seven, What am I doing when I feel the most like myself? So again, this is about you, not what you wish that you would be, not what society tells you to be, but who are you and uh, what are you doing when you feel most like yourself? Number eight, um, if I could do only one thing for the rest of my life, it would be blank. If I could do only one thing the rest of my life, it would be blank. Number nine, what does a perfect day look like for you? In your ideal perfect day, what would it look like to you? Number 10, what are other people always telling you that you're really good at? Um, and again, we, we should take what other people say with a grain of salt, but I think that a lot of times other people can see things about us that we don't always acknowledge about ourselves or see about ourselves. So it's kind of good to see a little bit what other people say. Like for example, I'm always pulling my audience like in my Facebook groups um, and in my, from my email list, I'm always asking people questions and asking for feedback and asking them what they like or what they see. Um, because a lot of times that feedback that you get can give you a lot of important information. It give you, gives you important data that you can use Um, And some of it, you just have to just say, well, that's ridiculous and just completely chuck it. Um, And other things you just have to say, well, there's a lot of people who are saying the same thing. I wonder if it's true. And then you can evaluate it and see, um, is this really true and analyze it? Because with that information, you have a lot more data to go on. So those are just some things that you can ask yourself to understand better what fires you up. Number two is to know your strengths and your weaknesses. So we've been talking about this a lot in this one, but I want you to really take some time to actually sit down and think about this. Self-awareness is necessary to your success in business. As you get to know yourself better, uncovering these strengths and weaknesses will reveal a lot of information about you that can guide you in making good decisions in business from where, what kind of business to start, whether you need to... Um, start a different business from the one you're currently doing or recreate it, kind of redesign it, um, how you will grow it. So how you will market and sell your products and services and things like that. But you have to understand what your strengths and your weaknesses are. So I know I was talking about how we need to not focus on our weaknesses and developing those into strengths necessarily, but we need to know what they are. We need to know what our strengths and our weaknesses are because how can you capitalize on your strengths and minimize your weaknesses if you don't know what they are. So we need to reveal these things. So let's talk about revealing your strengths and your weaknesses. How can we do that? Step number one would be to make a list of your strengths and weaknesses. So I know that's very simplistic, but honestly, sitting down with a piece of paper is probably one of the best things that you can do. Or just sitting down with like a microphone like I'm doing right now and just talking to yourself and telling your talking about what you believe your strengths and your weaknesses are. And be really honest. Again, this isn't about what we wish we were or what other people say that we should be or what we think we should be or we should do. This is about being totally honest about what your strengths and your weaknesses really are very honestly 
being very real with yourself and writing these things down. Number two is to look for proof and evidence that these things are true. So after you have your list of your strengths and your weaknesses, I want you to look for proof and evidence that these things are true. So sometimes we can not always be very honest with ourselves. Even when we think that we are, sometimes we have things that have been so ingrained in our minds and our hearts from our um, from just growing up in the society that we grow up in, from our family, from our friends, from just beliefs that we have, limiting beliefs, and just ideas of what we should or shouldn't do. So I want you to look for proof and evidence that these things are true. So if you believe that you have a strength, I want you to think about whether or not there's evidence or proof that this thing is actually a strength. Are you really, really good at it? Um, Let's say you have always had the desire to be um, a YouTube star, for example. Um, Ask yourself, do you have evidence of this and proof in your life that you've actually done well on video? Do you have evidence of that? Have you made videos before? Have you tried it? Do you, are you articulate? Do you speak well? Do you um, present well on camera? Ask yourself about these things. I mean, be really honest. Do you have evidence of this? And especially in your weaknesses, is it truly a weakness? Is there something that's really a weak area? Do you have proof or evidence that this is true in your life? Is it really a weakness or is it just some area where you just don't have very much confidence, for example? Because sometimes we can think that we have weaknesses and they're absolutely not weaknesses at all. We just um, maybe feel insecure about those particular things. And if we're really honest with ourselves, um, maybe we're very strong in those areas. Like for example, if you're a perfectionist like me, um, you think everything's a weakness that you have. I mean, this is a very common thing. And you have to be really honest with yourself and say, well, everything's not a weakness. I have strong areas. Um, but if you're a perfectionist, you might look at those things and say, uh, yeah, that's not really good enough. That wasn't good enough. That wasn't my best. Um, but So be really honest with yourself. You know, if you did something really well and you got an award for it or you got a lot of recognition for it, for example, not that these are the most important things, but they are signs and evidence that you're you're doing something. Maybe you got a lot of followers from um, something that you did. These are these are evidences and proof. They can show you something, um, not that it's our main intention to get followers and to get people to like us and to compliment us necessarily, but they are evidence and proof that you are doing something that is actually getting noticed and recognized um, for it being a strength of yours. So look for those proofs and evidences in the real world. Number three is to listen to what others say. And again, take this stuff with a a grain of salt. Be um, careful who you listen to. But Talk to people that you trust and get objective opinions from other people. And so you can see um, that, you know, again, these are just some of those evidences that you can see uh, that you are getting some kind of positive feedback about something, something's always positive, or maybe you're getting negative feedback that something just isn't really working. Um, you know, we can convince ourselves that we're really good at certain things, and maybe we're, we're not necessarily very good at those things, and it's not working in the real world. Um, you know, you want to evaluate and listen to what others have to say. Um, maybe you think that you're a really great singer, but not another person in the world actually thinks that. Um, and it, not that there's anything wrong with continuing to pursue that as a hobby, but ask yourself, you know, should I be a voice teacher if other people say that 
you know, the majority of people are telling me that I don't really have any talent and I can't sing. I'm not saying you shouldn't do these things as a hobby. We should always do things that we enjoy. But think about as in terms of business, are you getting positive feedback? Is it something where you are really strong, where you can offer this service to somebody else? Um, and so be, be honest with yourself because I, I don't want you to think that, you know, I, I'm all about being positive and optimistic and whatever, but I think it's very important to be realistic in business as well and to not just walk around with rose-colored glasses and think that you can make money doing anything because you might not be able to make money doing anything that you want to do if you aren't skilled in that area. It might be a great hobby for you, but you may or may not be able to make money doing it. So really be honest and evaluate this stuff um, and look at where you're getting positive or negative criticism and see, is this something that people are going to really pay me money for um, if I do it or um, if it should just be a hobby because having a business is also about making money and I want you to, to help you to also be able to make money and not just have a hobby. Okay, so that's what we're talking about specifically is about making money. So number step number four in evaluating your strengths and weaknesses is evaluate where you can maximize those strengths and to minimize your weaknesses. So now that you know what all these are, you've looked at all the data, all the evidence, um, you've talked to other people, you've listened to see where there's positive and negative feedback. Um, and now you can evaluate those things and you can decide, okay, which are the strengths that I can use here that I can um, capitalize on? And what are the weaknesses that I need to be minimizing? So strong areas, you want to be able to leverage those. And those weak areas, you want to be able to uh, perhaps outsource those things to other people. Um, for example, let's say you absolutely hate sales, for example, you want, and it's just not your strength, you don't like being salesy, you can outsource these things to other people. There's a lot of different areas where you can do this. Maybe you don't like doing your bookkeeping and your accounting. Maybe these are weak areas for you. You don't like numbers. Um, there are people you can outsource to or there's software that you can use. But you can't know these things until you can really sit down and evaluate your strengths and your weaknesses. Okay, number three in evaluating uh, ways that you can come to know yourself. Our very last one that we're going to be talking about is to know what troubles, vexes, or pains you. So I know this sounds a little weird because we're going to focus on something that's a little bit negative, but the reason for why we want to focus on what troubles us, it's usually very revealing about what it is that you want to solve um, in the bigger picture of the world. So making a business is all about providing value. The people that make the most money are the people that provide the most value to other people. So business is about uh, creating products and services for other people that add value to their lives. It's something that you can do or solve or, or create or improve in the world that people will pay money for. So understanding the things that kind of keep you up at night, those pains that you have, and those things that trouble you can help you find ways of solving those things and it helps you really understand yourself so as as an entrepreneur all entrepreneurs have something that they want to do they have something they want to solve create or do or improve about the world and that's why they create their product or service all the people all the ones that are able to make good money doing these things are figuring out what thing they can do in the world that they can solve so 
It's something that's very powerful. It's a mission that moves them into action. So it's something that that troubles them. It pains them. It keeps them up at night. It's a nagging thing that says to them, uh, I need to solve that thing. I need to fix that thing. I need to dig deeper into this because I know there's other people who have this pain as well. So what is that thing that troubles you, that vexes you, that pains you, that keeps you up at night that other people also are experiencing as well? Because other people have these things that they desire as well and things that they want to be solved for their lives. So what is it that you do that you're solving for them? If you already have your product or your service picked out, this one can, I mean, it's not going to help you decide what product or service you want to sell, or maybe it will, and you might switch to a different business because you realize, well, there's this other thing that I really care about more. But let's say you already have a business, you already know what it is. This can also help you really understand yourself better in your current business and also how to market and talk and sell to the people that you're trying to market and talk to and sell to because you understand that deeper meaning, that pain, that thing that troubles you is the same thing that your audience feels and they experience and the thing that you want to help them with. And digging deeper into this um, can really help you to understand yourself better as well as your customers, which is very important. And it helps you to be more aligned with your business, um, with that personality Uh, with your business and how you can integrate those two things together. So knowing yourself and who you are is one of the best things that you can do for yourself before you start a business, while you're starting your business, and right now as you're growing your business as well. So these were my key um, things to understand yourself better and why I believe that the number one secret to success in business is knowing yourself. All right, so that's all I have for you today and I will catch you next time.